And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 86. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 14 and 15 from the book Rule of Wolves. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the very much anticipated sequel of Ninth House, Lee Bardugo. Moi Saviani Casters. Hello, hello, hello. Terry's back. I'm back, y'all. Uh, we missed you. Oh, we really did. Thanks. Alex did a great job. I'm of- sure they did. Fill in your seat. Alex did fantastic. So good job, Alex. And our lovely listeners got to meet Alex a little bit more than just our Grisha in the field. Yeah. You know, Alex got to come on inside the studio for a second. <laughs> so hope you all enjoyed getting to meet Alex, yeah. our dear, lovely Grisha in the field who we love so much. Yes, we do. So, um, anyways, how are you? How was, how, how have you been? What's been going on? Um, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. Okay. I was selected for jury duty. I was on an attempted murder trial. Um, <laughs> and then my partner's aunt's funeral in upstate New York. So I had to go do that. Um, I don't know. It's just been a lot. A lot's been going. <laughs> have you had time? Have you had time to even sit? No. Okay. I mean, I did for fourteen hours in the car. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a little different. Yeah. Um, I actually, I actually enjoyed the trip though. I um got to meet a lot of his family and friends, and it was a lot of fun. And I didn't want to come back. Uh, <laughs> was it really it's nice? It's so up pretty there? there, and it's so nice, and it's not humid, and there's just mountains everywhere, and it's wow. just so pretty. And I'm not, I'm not used to being around family either, so. It was nice to have family there all the time and yeah, know, that's taking neat. care of us. And so, yeah, it was hard to get in the car to come back, but yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm here. Well, I'm glad you are back. <laughs> I'm, I just finished my fasting of Yom Kippur. Yeah. So um, I just chugged an entire bottle of pineapple coconut sparkling water <laughs> which was incredible um, and we have heard a lot about it <laughs> yep um i have been dying of thirst for the past 24 hours and i can't wait to get back inside and eat so um anyways i am um... <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i think like fasting and all that just makes you exhausted so i am i'm not yawning because i'm tired <laughs> i'm not i think i'm just like i'm hungry and you know Keeping food and liquids out of your body for so long. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, I did get a dog. Oh, yeah, that's right. What's... Yes. I gave her a Grisha verse name. Ooh, spill it. <laughs> her name is Waffles. Oh, so cute. <laughs> it was very fitting. It is. Um, because she's my comfort animal. So um, she's cute. I can't... She's a little pity mix. You know, she's seven years old and she's lazy and she's good for cuddles. I can't <laughs> wait for Waffles to meet Lucy. Yes. 
It's going to be, even though Lucy is going to just like run circles, circles around. around her and Waffles is just going to be like, what is your deal, girl? Yeah, <laughs> that's our girl, Lucy. <laughs> They're about the same age, right? But I think so, yeah. But Lucy is um, she's, a lot more energetic. <laughs> she's got so much energy. She does. She just runs around. I love it when she gets the zoomy zooms. Oh my gosh. We have some listener cities, y'all. We do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> First, we have Valdemorillo, Madrid. Ooh. Yes. And next, Belmore, New York. Thanks, y'all. Thanks. I was just in you, New York. <laughs> did you know where Belmore was? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, that'd be kind of neat. If you I was in Bingo, if anybody Bingo? <laughs> to know. Yeah, well, Binghamton. Oh. Yeah. Binghamton. I was in Bingo, and um, we stopped in Owego, and that place is beautiful, and I'm going to live there someday. Oh. It's, the whole town is just full of um, queer people that have taken over old Victorian homes, <laughs> and I loved it so much. My brother and his partner just moved to um, Massachusetts. Ooh. They got their um, home to retire in, is wow. what they're calling it. So I can't... they didn't go down farther south to retire. Oh, no, my brother. No. Mm -mm. My brother would. But it's still cold there. I know. He just wants to. Yeah. His distance from Nashville is as far as possible, (laughs) I think. But, yeah, I think they found a really good place in Massachusetts. I think there's family close by there, Mm. too, as well, that helped make that decision. But um, I'm really excited to go visit in the winter. That would be so lovely. In the winter. Well, then I'll go in the summer. Oh, I will be there in the winter. (laughs) I love the winters. I love that stuff. Uh, oh, I love the cold. Uh-oh. I love all the snow. Oh, I want to go spend my birthday up there, which is Christmas Eve. That would be so wonderful. I would love to spend uh, a snow-covered birthday. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, I think we're talking about going back up um, after, the week after <laughs> Christmas. So, wow. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Because all those little bitty, <laughs> all those little bitty um, New York villages... They go all out. There's always lights all down the streets, and it's just, it's, it's pretty. pretty. It's beautiful. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Because, like, I really want to. I re- Like, I mean, here they do some lights, but I wanted to see, like, a little cute little town do it. Well, it's also different when it's reflecting off the snow and... Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. See, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Hmm. Neat. Well, um, anyways... Well, I guess maybe we should get started, we huh? We probably should. Yeah. Okay, so... Over here and all. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we are still covering, of course, Rule of Wolves mm-hmm. and... <laughs> and Eric. I'm sorry, Waiting please. for bedtime. I'm not tired. I am... I seriously think it's just... I've been... Just remember, I've been fasting for 24 hours. I think that has to do with it. I think that's why I continuously am yawning right now. I don't know. Maybe it has to do with me chuggling. That An carbonate. entire liter of water. Sparkling. It was like yes. carbonated. So maybe that's what it has to do. I'm not tired, y'all. Um, but sorry if I yawn in your ear. Um, so we start off with me covering chapters. Chapter 14 with Zoya. So um, if we remember... Zoya is Get your stuff together. I am. <laughs> Zoya is having a lovely stroll um in a carriage with the darkling. And um they're on their way to go see Alina. <laughs> which I'm so excited. It's about. happening. I know. This is like my 
my crap. Your dream. Yes, come this true. is what I have been waiting for. Um, I really couldn't believe it was happening when it was. Like, yeah. Um, I'm still like so excited. So, mm-hmm. the Darkling only knew that. Um, so they're discussing the whole point of all this, and like the Darkling had mentioned about trying to get the seeds of the Thornwood, uh-huh. and how. The Darkling saying that he knew that the monks did have the seeds of the Thornwood at one time. But it's not really a fact. And Zoe is kind of like, oh, okay, so it's not a fact. You don't know for sure they had them. And he's like, he knew they had them at one time. Mm-hmm. So Zoe is kind of like, oh, well, that, that thanks. Yeah, that's great. So you don't even know if they were, they're real. Um, so the Darkling is talking to Zoya and says... You know as well as I that the line between Saint and Grisha was once blurred. It was a time of miracles. Maybe that time has come again. End quote. So that brings up an interesting topic. Um, It's just like talking about how Grisha used to be and Grisha are now. So real quickly, they do keep traveling and the Darkling brings up this really good point. Grisha magic is evolving. Like... We and we see that in the past book. Mm-hmm. We see that how Zoya, I mean, she was able to intake the magic uh, of the of the dragon and like of that saint. And we see Mina was able to evolve into a whole different stream of magic. And now she still is a Grisha and can like summon. But it's different. It's like it has to do with items that are like dead. Mm-hmm. And it's just so you can't say you don't notice that Grisha power is evolving. How do you feel about that? Like, what is that? Like, I mean, did I will say this when I first started reading and like thinking about where this story was going to take and where it was going to go, I um, did always wonder I wonder if this magic will ever manipulate and it ever evolve at all. Um, I didn't think it would, and then I was really surprised that it did, especially, like, because our first taste of that is with Nina, and that was kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just to really get the history behind it, when Zoya's in, um, in King of Scars, um, we hear more and more and more about it, like, actually that history, that, like, the big it should have been this way, in other words. So that makes you almost wonder, at least for me, did the Darkling, like, know maybe that Grisha power evolved like that and then wanted to almost like, okay, no, we can't have that happen. Maybe we need to separate all this into different orders. Maybe he controlled that, you know? I mean, we don't know. Yeah. Um, But he was around then, so mm-hmm. were you surprised by that? Were you surprised about, like, that well, Grisha we power had When that weird part in the book where they're in the weird desert castle thing. Oh, yeah. Um, we weird. yeah we learned about the past where Risha could do more than one thing like they they like like Jinya where you can do more than than one thing so we had talked about it then too about how yeah if you could do this one thing why can't you do Indeed. the other thing um so at this point no I wasn't surprised because I figured that's where we were headed like when we were talking about it in the last book in the Weird, I don't know. Yeah, um, I know. The fold, <laughs> the, that the weird... weird times. Um, I I figured at that point that that's where we're going to head. Because yeah. 
we, at the end of the trilogy, all of the orders were training for war instead of just like the heart renders or whatever. So from there, then we've got this knowledge that Grisha can do more than one thing. So I figure we've been on a slow progression this whole time um, and that we will at some point end up with, you know, everyone being able to do anything. They might have their specialty, but, right, um, you know, like a heart render isn't going to need to call in a squalor or something like they can do it. Yeah, I think it's really kind of it's very interesting. And I just I, I guess what I wonder is I wish I knew who I feel like. The Darkling or somebody had to say yeah. something or come up with this idea of these orders. Um, I love the orders, mm-hmm. but I think it is very interesting because if it's like if you can summon one thing, why can't you summon the other? Right. Yeah. And um, it's just out of lack of trying or thinking they can. Um, it obviously probably is very different because I mean summoning water and then summoning like something completely different, like fire. You know, it's just they are two different things, but you'd have to think about it differently. But right. they just haven't been trained that way, so. It's cool. I, I like where we're headed with that. I was just wondering. So, anyways, continue on. Um, they finally arrive at this sanatorium, <laughs> which is where this whole meeting is going to be. And here's a quote. The sanatorium was miles from any real village or town. It had long been rumored to be haunted. They wouldn't have to worry about unwanted visitors. As they watched, a coach pulled up and three figures emerged. A man, a young boy accompanied with an orange cat that bolted for the trees. And a small, slender woman, her hair long and white. As the first snowfall, she tilted her face up to the sky as if letting the winter light pour through her, Alina Starkov, the sun saint. And <laughs> there she is. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> She's back. She's back, y'all. Woo! Okay, so yay, Alina's here. Um, <laughs> it's actually happening. Yes, I'm super, super, super excited. And finally, this cameo is here. Mm-hmm. And I have been waiting for this for a very long time. If I had streamers and balloons, <laughs> they should fall right now. A confetti cannon. Boom. Okay. <laughs> so let me ask you one class question. Did you think we were ever going to, did you ever think this would happen after Ruin and Rising when no. she, okay. I thought, I. I thought Alina and Mal were gone. gone. Yeah. So did I. Yep. So I did not expect it and I was, but I've always wanted it. <laughs> yes. You talked about it. For a long time. I know. Yeah. I've always wanted it. Mm-hmm. Maybe Lee got my like vibes. Maybe <laughs> my prayers <laughs> actually went to Lee. When I say my prayers at night. To which, the goddess. <laughs> to the goddess, Lee Barduco, uh-huh. in the universe. She actually heard them yeah. and she was like, oh, that little poor, little country boy <laughs> in Nashville really wants Alina to come back. Maybe I will do it. <laughs> I should ask her next time we get to meet her. I should ask if she got my prayer, and that's uh-huh. why she did it. I'm feeling she did. Alina did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to believe she did. So, anyways. Zoe and Alina are together. My two favorite people. I love it. Um, they embrace one another, and I love that just because it brings back all the memories that I have of Zoya of being how rude she was and how mm-hmm. much she hated Alina, and now she's embracing her. Okay, so... Alina is excited to see Zoya, and um, I'm in tears, by the way, pretty much. <laughs> um, Alina has brought Mal, Misha, and Oncat. 
I know that might mm-hmm. be twisting some little cogs in your head. That is from the that is from the story. Yeah, remember on cat? Mm-hmm. Do you? That do. little orange fireball. Yeah. Well, he's he's still alive. <laughs> um, so, the sanatorium has had water damage um, over the years. So they've um, decided to have this little um, meeting um, in the entryway of this place because I guess it's just yeah water damage. You can't get rid of it. Um, so they have, uh, they even have some tea and a little setup. It's so cute with some tables <laughs> yeah, and they chairs. Have like a little picnic. <laughs> it really is. I mean, who knew that? Like, I mean, oh, maybe a little charcuterie board. Oh my god. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, who would think they would do that for the darkling? Yeah. It's for Alina. That's what mm-hmm. it is. It's for Alina. Um, I, I'm just gonna say, I would die to be at this tea party. Yes. Um, oh my goodness. Please. Yes. I. Just a bug on the mm-hmm. wall. Oh, my God. I'd pay for a seat mm-hmm. just to sit there and listen, just to be there. I would be, like, crying and in tears, and <laughs> I'd want to sit next to Alina. And Zoya. Zoya would be on my other side. And then um, Cat could just sit in my lap. And um, that's in my dreams. So, um, anyways, uh the they bring the so they bring the darkling in finally, um, which I'm sure is like a heart pounding moment for Alina. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I they didn't do this, but I would have loved to hear the conversation. Well, they didn't have a conversation; it was just a message that was sent to Alina whether she would come. But I guess I would love to see what Alina's first reactions were after she read the letter that said, "By the way, the darkling's back. Would you come and visit?" Yeah. <laughs> like, um, that would have been horrifying. So they bring the darkling in who is chained and he is blindfolded because he doesn't have powers. We have to remember that. Um, and Mal is the lucky contestant who gets to rip the blindfold off. And that is where we enter our scene. So tonight's scene, um, is going to take us to the end of this chapter just because it's at such good points and we're going to get through it. Um, I will be playing Alina and the Ensemble. So Ensemble. Ensemble. So just get ready. There's going to be some more characters that I play. But I just, I really wanted Terry to play the Darkling. <laughs> so I am, I was just excited. I thought she'd be great at it. So, um, yeah. So Terry's going to play the Darkling. And a very special thank you for our background music created by Kendra Dante's in year 26. Real quickly, Congrats, Kendra Dante. Oh, my gosh. Um, if you do not know this, this is amazing. Kendra has a song and a single that is on the season, the season of Lucifer that just got on Netflix, episode one. <clears throat> Mic drop. That's amazing. Huge. She is like, Kendra, we are so proud of you. Mm-hmm. She is moving on up. Her dreams are coming true. That is an incredible 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 feat we are so proud of you thank you for being like helping us and we just love you and we are so proud of you if you do not follow kendra do she is definitely on her way to stardom yes oh what a wonderful talent and like this is just the first sign i mean come on like to have your song on the first episode of lucifer and it's the it's on netflix like it just got dropped and anyways Go check it out. Kendra Dante's um, is incredible. She writes, if you 
just tuning in and heard haven't heard of her, she sings. She creates a lot of songs about the the Grishaverse. They inspired her, and she is a wonderful artist who like we use her music. The like the background music is her is her in year twenty six. But it's just the background music. So if you want to hear the lyrics that go along with that, check it out on YouTube and stuff. Kendra's great. So anyways, congratulations, Kendra. We love you, and um, we're here for you. So, okay. Okay, yeah, I guess we should do our scene now. So, <laughs> um, you ready, girl? Yes. Okay. So let me get ready, because I always can kind of screw this stuff up. Um, okay. So look at throw my little thing. And curtain up. You didn't bring me to Karemzin, he said. Alina went very still. They all did. Zoya knew the shock of this. The Darkling's face was different. The sharp bones were there. The glimmering gray eyes. But its shape was slightly altered. The scars once given to him by the Volker gone. His voice, though, that cool glass voice of command, was the same. No, said Alina. I didn't want you in my home. But I've been there before. Alina's face hardened. I remember. Do you remember me? asked Misha. He was too young to hide his hatred with polite talk. The Darkling raised a brow. Should I? I took care of your mother, said Misha. But my mother was murdered by your monsters. As was mine, in the end. They say you're a saint now, Misha spat. And what do you say, boy? I say they should let me kill you myself. Many have tried before... Many have tried before. Do you think you could manage it? Ma- Mal laid a hand on Misha's shoulder. L- leave it leave it be, Misha. Threatening him only makes him v- feel important. What do we call you now? asked Selena. What does anyone call you? I've had a thousand names. You'd think it wouldn't matter. But Yuri doesn't suit me at all. He peered at her. You look different. I'm happy. You never really saw me that way. Living in obscurity. In peace. We choose the life we wanted. Is it the life you'd have chosen if you hadn't sacrificed your power? I didn't sacrifice my power. It was taken from me because I fell prey to the same greed that drove you. I paid the price for tampering with Merzos, just as you once did. And does that make your grief any less? No. But every child I help heal, something inside me, every chance I have to tend to someone left in the wake of your wars, and maybe when our country is free, then that would be, will close. I doubt it. You might have ruled a nation. It's amazing, said Mel, settling in a chair and stretching out his legs. You died. He turned his gaze on Alina, and you pretended to die, but you both picked up right where you left off. Same argument, different day. Alina jabbed him in the thigh. It's very rude to make accurate observations. The Darkling's gray eyes studied Mal with more interest than he'd ever shown before. I understand we're blood-related. Mal shrugged. We all have relatives we don't like. Do you, Orphan? Mal's laugh was real and surprisingly warm. He says it, he says it like it's an insult. You're rusty, old man. Alina's blade wrapped in my shadows and your blood. The 
Dark. The Darkling's voice was thoughtful, like he was remembering a favorite recipe. That was how you almost ended me. Barely more than children, and you came closer to killing me than anyone had before. Not close enough, Misha growled. You dragged us out to this miserable place, said Alino. What is it you want now? What I've always wanted, to make a safe place for the Grisha. Do you think you can manage it? She asked, echoing the Darkling's taunt to Misha. It's not like you didn't get a fair try before. Hundreds of tries. If not me, then who? Nikolai Lansov, Zoya Nazielinski. Two monsters, more unnatural than anything either Meritsova or I ever created. Zoya's brow rose at that. Being called a monster by a monster somehow felt like a badge of honor. I'm pretty sure I'm talking to a dead man, said Alina, so maybe this isn't the time to throw stones. The darkling shakles clinked. They are children, barely able to understand themselves or this world. Yes, we know, Eternal. But right now, you're a man without a scrap of power sitting in a house full of ghosts. Zoya has been fighting four years to keep the Grisha safe. She rebuilt the second army from the tatters you left behind. Nikolai has reunified the first and second armies in a way never seen in Ravka's history. And what about the innovations of Jenya Safin and David Koski? Zoya stirred her tea, afraid to show how much Alina's words meant to her. After the war, she had begun her journey as a member of Alina's chosen triumvirate. Un plagued by hesitation. She thought she was born to lead, but through time and trial and failure, doubt had crept in. The Darkling looked only bemused. If Ravka is so strong, why is Fjorda attacking? Why are the wolves at the door once more? Do you really believe these cubs can lead a nation? Safety for the Grisha, a united Ravka. What if they are the ones to give this dream to us? Why does it have to be you? Why do you have to be the savior? I am the man best suited to the job. But there was something in the Darkling's voice that made Zoya wonder if he was was quite as sure as he had been before he'd taken tea with a saint. The Darkling's shoulders lifted. It has always been easier to see me as the villain, I know. But for a moment, can you imagine that I have only ever tried to do what is best for my country and my people? I can, said Alina. Of course I can. Don't say that, Misha cried, his face flushed. He never cared about any of us. Tell me your regret. Tell me you regret some of it, Alina said softly. Any of it. Her voice was gentle, coaxing, hopeful. Zoya knew that hope. When you'd followed someone, believed in someone, you didn't want to think you'd been a fool. It's not too late for you. I didn't come here to speak lies, said the Darkling. Alina blew out a disgusted breath. But Zoya could only shake her head. Do you really believe this is the life you were meant for? The Darkling asked. Powerless and pathetic, wiping the noses of children who will forget you, telling them bedtime stories that will never come true. But this time, Alina smiled. She reached for Mal's hand. I am not powerless. Those stories tell us the only people who matter are kings and queens. They're wrong. The Darkling sat forward, but suddenly Zoya wasn't looking at the Darkling at all. It was Yuri's bony, desperate face that stared out at her. Yuri's frightened voice that shouted, He's going to... The Darkling seemed to be falling forward on his knees. He reached out and seized Alina's and Mao's clasped hands. 
The samovar clanged to the floor. Zoya stood, knocking her chair backward, but it was already too late. No! Alina shouted. Ancat hissed. Shadows flooded the room. Zoya couldn't see, couldn't fight. She was lost in the dark. End chapter. End scene. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Incredible scene. Glad we did that. A lot happened there. Mm-hmm. So... That was really cool. It's that, hard when it ends like that. <laughs> okay, but that was, I did not expect that. Like, I don't think I really even caught that maybe the first time. Like, I mean, so I'm guessing the Darkling's face shifts into Yuri's, I think. Yes. Like, I mean, so all of a sudden, like, that is really cool to think about. It says it was different, though. I think it was more of like a morph. It wasn't like exact Yur- shift. but Yeah, I think it was more like, Yuri inside him was just what he took all the power inside him to push himself out to try to give yeah. that warning mm-hmm. of like, he's trying to, but we don't know what, which is yeah. frustrating, but something obviously. Um, and we do have some hints in there mm-hmm. since I've read this once, but I'm not going to tell you what those are. <laughs> yeah. But they were hints. <laughs> yes. If you read back through that scene and listen yeah. and read what the Darkling says, mm-hmm. you will figure out exactly what just happened. Yep. Just letting you know. Little mm-hmm. tidbit back and tell you. <laughs> no, you got to re-figure it out yourself. Mm. Oh, so, Woo. chapter 15. Yeah, we s- completely swip. Or swip? Swip, swipe. What was I saying? Whatever, girl. Wow. Mm. All right. I girl. think it was like. <laughs> it's all good. I stumble over my words I, all the it was, time. That was a word scramble. Um, so <laughs> we are um, in a completely different time. Like, like our, our things are different now. Because we're all the way back in Ravka again. Yes. Um, and it's time for the wedding. Yeah, it's really so, hard to remember that, to be honest, <laughs> with that happening. I, I never, ever thought we would actually get here. When we were talking about the wedding, I was, like, shocked. Because I thought for sure that it was all some sort of farce and that he'd have some grand plan to get out of it. So when it's like, oh... He's getting ready for the wedding, and they're getting ready for the wedding. I was like, no, Nikolai can't get married. So I was, like, insanely shocked at this point when I read this. Yeah. I was, I Mm. just did not think. (laughs) He'd do it. That it was, that he was going to go through with it. So he's missing Zoya, and he's wishing that she was there, which is weird, because he's getting married, and he wants Zoya to be there. Well, yeah, because we know that. They have that thing. I know. But Come on. You- it's just weird, though. Like, I'm getting married to this he girl, does- but I but, love you. Well, but he's marrying her specifically, and we know that. Just, just for alliance purposes. Exactly. Yeah. It's the way that Game of Thrones and all those things work. Yeah. You, you marry for not love anymore. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, Zoya's uh, clearly, we just read, she's off doing her thing. But you know who is here? Queen Maki. Oh, come on, girl. And come her on, giant queen. entourage. Bring it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm fat. I'm, I'm ready for. Bring it, girl. I want to see those jewels. I want to see yeah. what you're wearing. So Nikolai is ready with heart renders. He says to drop anyone's pulse the second they start something. And he's not worried about the shoe starting something, but he's worried about someone in Rafka, like, I don't know, having an issue with the shoe being around. Yeah, that is a very good point. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't like them. Mm-mm. So uh, so Tolia has a moment here 
Um, he comes to the door and he's wearing a kefta for the very first time since we were introduced to him, Weird. which is is funny. Um, he said the fabricators had to sew two of them together <laughs> to make one big enough. <laughs> so that makes me really excited to see who they cast right? for him. Like, who is going to be this huge man? He's going to have to be a big guy, oh maybe God. like the mountain or something. That's what I was just about yeah. to say. Wouldn't that be great? I think the mountain is too old, though. It ha- but it would have to be somebody very big. Um, I love it. And then Jinya comes in with David. She's wearing a beautiful golden kefta, and David is being all romantic, and they're being sweet. And Nikolai's like, yo, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> and now the queen actually arrives to the wedding. Walk that runway, sis. <laughs> I um, have a quote in here to get an idea of how we're going to picture Queen Maki. Oh, I can't wait. Do it. Quote, I'm thinking. she was tall and lean. And though there was some resemblance to Princess Ari. Maki looked like an artist illustration of a queen come to life. Her toffee brown eyes, luminous, bronze skin without flaw, black hair falling in lustrous waves to her waist. She wore silks of leaf green, a pattern of silver falcons taking flight from the hem, and a crown of massive green stones that would have put the Lansoff emerald to shame. End quote. That was a beautiful image. Yes. I just closed my eyes and very regal. That was gorgeous. And Uh. I have another tiny quote right after that, just for interest. The Taven Queens didn't take husbands, but had multiple male consorts. Yes, ma'am. Bring it. So that no man woman power. (laughs) So that no man could claim any child as his, nor make any bid for the throne. Maki would never wed, but her sisters would for alliance. Hell yeah. So I'm sorry. Proud of that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's amazing. That's and some that's, good shit. And that's just... cool. <laughs> Whoops. That does not happen often. <laughs> Very sorry. Um, <laughs> um but it's it's also cool that Lee would have thought up that whole thing. Yeah. Maybe Lee needs to make our own country. Um <laughs> Lee <laughs> Lee for twenty twenty four. Yeah. I would vote. Um, so Nikolai escorts her to the chapel and they're making little niceties along the way. Um, fun fact, remember Vladim from Ruin and Rising when Alina put her hand on his chest? Oh, yeah. Well, he's the priest who is going to perform the ceremony. So he he's... took the place of the apparat. Well, someone had to. Thank God he did. I, know. I mean, at least they we... said there was like a a fight. Or like an argument over who was going to take over for the apparat. But it was really hard to argue with the guy who had <laughs> the Sun Summoner's handprint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a cool tattoo. And like, you know. I know. Especially since she's like gone. Yeah. And like that that would be kind of cool. It would be a cool. Where did, so where did they say the handprint was? On his chest. On his chest. Yeah. There's a handprint. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like so it. here's where it gets fun. Adric and Nadia get up in front of everyone and they start singing a Rovkin folk song while David and Jinya start walking slowly down the aisle. The queen is, of course, confused, like we all are at this point. Yeah. And Nikolai says something about you wouldn't want anyone to know where your sister is, which is a weird 
thing to say, and I have no idea what that meant at the time. Um, but then he also explains that Jinya and David never got to say their vows in Rovkin. So now they are. So here <laughs> is the farce that we knew Nikolai was going to. We knew he had a plan. He cannot marry. He can't marry somebody other than Zoya because they love each other. But you knew that he had some sort of plan. Yeah, but you didn't up until this point. Right, well, you thought that it was... I thought he did, and then it was like, it's the day of the wedding, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> Maybe he is. Hold on. This is great. So this is like a fierce move. Seriously. Yes. Um, And so with these vows, do we want to hear what the Ravkin vows are? <laughs> yeah. Um, Here, witnessed by our saints and our friends, I speak word of both love and duty. It is not a chore, but an honor to swear faith to you, to promise love to you, to offer my hand and my heart to you in this life and the next. We are soldiers. I will march with you in times of war. I will rest with you in times of peace. I will forever be the weapon in your hand, the fighter at your side, the friend who awaits your return. I have seen your face at the making, at the heart of the world, and there is no one more beloved, brave, and unbreakable. That's the Ravkin Grisha vows i think they said it's wow. like rovkin goes up to like in this life and the next and then the grisha vow starts with you know we are soldiers that is so, so cool yeah so, so does everybody say that at their wedding no they say that to each other okay those are the vows the vows they say okay mm-hmm. wow so the queen is of course super crazy agitated well yeah she just traveled <laughs> in her she's like wait a minute but nikolai is all composed, as Nikolai is. always is. And he's like, oh, well, you know, the princess is back home in Shuhan. Um, yeah. Shock. The plan is for her to talk to the queen's ministers and tell them all about the plan that the queen had to have her killed. Uh-oh. Snap, girl, you got caught. The queen, though, laughs in his face. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. But man, is she quiet when he tells her that Mayu Kirkat is with her. <laughs> Tongue cut <Whoops>. off. <laughs> Bye, mouse. The next fun fact is that her grandmother is still alive. So she could technically take the crown back since only a Taven queen can name a Taven queen. So what she's what the whole deal was is that they're saying like or or the queen is like, ha ha ha, the joke's on you. Right. No one can take the crown from me because of uh, the And that's when he's like, um, I think your grandmother's still alive. Like, hold up, sis. Yep. Hold on, girl. We got yeah, hold your tongue. Here's for a the tea. Exactly. So <laughs> Here's the real tea. Nikolai says, I want a treaty. I want to seal the peace between the Shuhan and Ravka. Agree to the current border at Diva Stolba. Any act of war against Ravka will be considered an act of war against the Shu as well and guarantee the rights of all Grisha. Meaning, all those bases where you're creating Karagud soldiers will end. They'll, they'll, They'll close. She is like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. No clue. But Nikolai stands his ground, and the queen is like, eh, I'll think about it. On the way, though, the demon goes crazy and shows him 
the foyer where the Darkling just went nuts in our scene. And he can see Alina's stunned face. So, a <laughs> um, little weird. So, there's definitely a connection between the demon and the Darkling. Yeah. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I mean, is it like a... a t- I'm guessing he is seeing what it's going the on. Darkling is seeing. Yeah. Is my guess. Um, and so he sends the writers out to check on Zoya and the gang because he he knows something's up. Um, and I don't know. It's a little weird thing at the end of the chapter. Toya tells Nikolai that he had whispered to the queen earlier. It was the poetry line that she used to order the princess's death. It says, let the hounds give chase. I do not fear death because I command it. Hmm. And that's the end of the chapter. Wow. Yeah. Well, and see, that's a... That's crazy. There's yeah. so much just happening. Like, I mean, we're getting close to. So, um, yeah, a lot just happened. It did, and after like a next week, we're gonna be covering the last mm-hmm. chapters of this section. Yeah. So, like, just get ready. I mean, it's pretty much setting us up for the next section, and it's just remember, this is like the the end. This is a this is a good book. This is kind kind of trying to close some of these stories up. Yeah. Um, sadly, but, yeah. <laughs> um, it's amazing. Those were some good chapters. Yes. There was a lot in them. And I know. And it's, it's a hard to like end it there. Like I you know. want to keep going. <laughs> it's just really exciting to see where it goes to. I mm-hmm. love being surprised that wedding is such a surprise. Yes. Like that was like, didn't, I did not think of that coming. Like uh-uh. I had no clue. Like, nope. and I was, you were totally right when that when that wedding came, I was like, that's really weird that it's actually happening. Because mm-hmm. I thought that, how could he do this? And I was just like, well, maybe he's got... I didn't think that something else was going to happen. I just thought that maybe there was something I didn't think of. Like, yeah. maybe Nikolai's got some way of marrying her and doing something. Mm-hmm. But I did not think for a second that it would still be a wedding just for David and Jenya. Yeah. Which is great. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> they're so beautiful they're the cutest couple we've been following them since the beginning yep they're so cute even since the beginning like shadow and bone even shows i'm like a little flirting yep so cute stuff mm-hmm. get together mm-hmm. <laughs> love it well that's awesome so um anyways well um that's gonna bring us to that special point of our episode Yes. So let's take it to our Grisha in the field. Alex! Hi! Hi. Hello, hello. How are you guys? We are good. What you got for us? Oh, there's actually quite a lot. I did a little bit of research on IMDb, Mm -hmm. and Shadow and Bone has won an award and was nominated for two others. Wow. The award that they won was the Reframe Stamp Award for being in the IMDb Top 200 Most Popular Titles of 2020 and 2021. Wow. That's awesome. The awards. Yeah. The awards that they were nominated for were the Dragon Award for Best Science Fiction or Fantasy TV Series and the IFTA Award for Best Visual Effects. 
Wow. Go Shadow I have no idea what either of those are. Yeah. <laughs> Still cool. Yeah. Uh, Lee also released another newsletter, and that has a bunch of stuff in it. She will be a part of the Penn Faulkner Literature on-screen series, where she'll be having a talk about adapting Shadow and Bone into a television show for Netflix. And I believe tickets are still available. They set up a new one every day so people can get more. They are free, but they ask if you can to donate to the uh, the literature fund, I believe it is. So if you can get your tickets, get them for that. That is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, she also just turned in part of the Ninth House sequel to her editor. And she said she likes to do the whole book at once, but she wants this new editor to know what she's going for. So she's doing it in chunks. And they've also still been casting for Wylan, Nikolai, Tolia, and Tamar. So that is super exciting. And I'm ready for those casting announcements. Yes, please. <laughs> that is exciting. There's so much. And I'm so excited to see who gets to be them. That's going to be amazing. I was thinking when we were talking about why they didn't say Sturman, Nikolai. I was wondering if maybe it's because they want to keep it a secret that they don't want everyone to know that it's both. I actually think that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, there are other people speculating it'll be two separate actors. No. But I think it's just going to be one or the two char- characters. It should be. In this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it should be two different. But Yeah, but because it, it's, it's a while before we know that that's actually Nikolai so I'm hoping it's they just kept it a secret because they don't want to give it away to the non-book readers yeah how yeah, long exactly. is it that we believe that there's a Sturmond it's quite uh, a while 12 chapters wow that is a lot okay I didn't mm-hmm. realize that <sighs> okay. I'm reading along with my partner right now because he's reading through the books oh. and uh we had just gotten past that point I'm like hey, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome Wow, that was a lot of news. Mm-hmm. Wow, you're full. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, we don't have that much. That's incredible. No, we don't. It's super exciting, and it means we're getting somewhere. I know. It's exciting. Hopefully, we'll get. We'll just keep on getting it. I can't wait to find out who those castings are. I know. That's going to be amazing. Yes, um, and that means we'll I'm be filming gonna... soon. Yes, we should be filming the end of November, early December of this year. Yay! That's coming up, guys. <laughs> Yay! Oh, okay. Thank you, Alex. Thanks. Absolutely. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Okay. Well, that was so much good news. Like so <laughs> exciting because it's nice to get news again. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm really excited for the sequel of Ninth House. I know yeah. you haven't read that. Yet. I haven't yet. No. It is so good. It is just. It's so different from all of this, but it's it's an incredible story. Here's the thing. Lee Lee Bardugo is an incredible storyteller. So no matter what story you read, whether it's the Grishaverse or not, she's just out of this world. And that's what I found when I read Ninth House. Seriously, like she's just an amazing storyteller. So um, shout out real quickly to our Fable book club. Thanks, y'all. Whoop, whoop. We have officially finished reading Shadow and Bone. Yay. And now we're bringing it on. We're going to Siege and Storm, Yay. y'all. So... Um, yeah, it's a free app. All mm-hmm. you gotta go is all you gotta do is go and download it. It's free. Um, 
find us. We're there. I think we're like, it's just like a book club that um, got created during COVID. So Mm -hmm. we could all still figure out a way to do book clubs. It's actually a great way to do it. Yeah. Um, Anyways, we are about to start Siege and Storm. So if you're interested, go to it. And yeah, we've got special like information on there we have our own special discussions that are not a part of this mm-hmm. podcast that are just only found exclusive found on the, exclusive for the pa- fable book club that are only found on that um mm-hmm. yep after every little section that we read terry and i have a little discussion a table discussion where we sit there and we just discuss we yeah. ask each other questions about what we just read and yeah so and their videos so if you want that content go on over to fable.com mm-hmm. and hey if you don't want to read our sh- Siege and Storm, since you read it before, there are plenty of other books on there. Um, It's really a great, Mm -hmm. great way to, like, still connect with people during this really weird time in our lives. Yeah. So, mm mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I just want to say that next week we will be covering chapters 16 through 18. Mm -hmm. So three chapters, but don't get it twisted, y'all. One of those chapters is only five pages. Yeah. So, but... Do get ready because that last chapter 18 is cutting it. Because, yeah, it's going to be the end of this Mm -hmm. first section, and we will then be entering the second part of Rule of Wolves, which is the last half. Mm -hmm. I can't believe we're there. (laughs) I know it goes so fast. Uh, And don't forget, October is just around the corner. Oh, so y I know, mm. but that just means our Grishaversary is coming up. Yes. And all our fun stuff because we <laughs> love celebrating. So, And if you want to see the fun things, then you need to check us out on YouTube at GrishaCast. We um, would love to go live um, both on YouTube and Facebook. So if you would follow us on Facebook and subscribe and like our videos on YouTube so we can continue to bring you more content, but you will be able to see all our fun October Halloweeny things. And if you have any awesome cosplay, mm-hmm. let us know because yeah. we would love to see it and maybe have a little cameo for you. Yes, feature mm-hmm. you on our show. Exactly, because we do have some special guests that are going to show up during October just showing us their yeah. cute little, because you'll just see, just bring it. October's <laughs> a fun time. Okay, well, it's been great. Thanks, Terry. I love you. Thanks, you all be good and long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and GrishaCast! <laughs> Special thank you to our staff, Chris, Alex, Sid, Michelle, and Amber. 